The following program is furnished by K1 International LLC and is responsible for its content. Now, from the fifth floor Cumulus Studios in downtown Dallas, it's time for Inside Real Estate. Here's your host, Michael Krasinga. Good morning, Texas. Welcome to Inside Real Estate. Your host, yours truly, Mike Krasinga. Mike the Realtor here for you. And uh, hey, it's InsideRealEstateRadio.com is the website. InsideRealEstateRadio.com is the website. Glad you're back for another great show. As you know, we're here live every Sunday, 8 to 9 a.m. We've got a very special show for you. We've got a special guest here on the show, Roy Mark and Lieutenant Colonel Fowler. Uh, Roy Mark is the author of a couple of great, amazing books that we're going to be discussing here on the show. And Lieutenant Colonel uh, Fowler is the man behind the book, uh, the story behind the book. So we're very much looking forward to discussing the books with them and uh, Lieutenant Colonel's life uh, here on the show later in the show. We're also going to do a little bit of home improvement talk and real estate talk, of course. And we've got our good friends from Lone Star Transfer here on the show as well. So we're going to talk a little bit of uh, how to get out of your timeshare, uh, some very good timeshare exit strategy discussing with the folks over at Brian uh, Brian and Karen Holloway's place, which is Lone Star Transfer right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex area. And we're going to talk a little bit of foundation repair with our folks over at Permapier Foundation Repair. Uh, we've had a lot of rain lately, so we're going to talk about water management with our good friends over there. And so you're going to want to stay tuned for all of that. Uh, as always, go to our website, InsideRealEstateRadio.com, for all of the social media uh, that we're involved with, which is Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest, and of course all of the great stories that we post on the website, which are uh, a little bit unique because we dig pretty deep to find some pretty good stories out there for you uh, to put on the website. So lots of good stuff there. You want to talk to us, of course, you can give us a call, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-KLIF. So what's going on in real estate uh, these days? Well, what I wanted to talk to you about in the real estate world was this. Um, there are lenders out there that, you know, sometimes, you know, using a lender that is out of state can be easy because you find them online and uh, you start the process with them. They've got a great website. Maybe the website's very intuitive and you get, uh, you know, it's just easy to kind of figure things out. Well, once you kind of get going down the line in the process, you're going to kind of find out, especially if you're a first-time homebuyer, that maybe you should uh, pick somebody locally because sometimes there is that barrier, you know, in the loan officer that is assigned to your file. If that loan officer that is assigned to your file isn't familiar with doing business in your state, then it can be a little bit frustrating for you as the home purchaser because, you're not getting the quality of service from the loan officer that you need. And you don't necessarily have control over who they assigned to your file. You're going to come away thinking, well, everybody at that company is just not very good, although that may not be the case. So sometimes you want to think about maybe picking somebody locally, you know, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex that you can actually meet with, ask, you know, for a face-to-face, -face, ask questions, because, you know, buying right now, especially in this very difficult seller's market where it's very competitive and we're having to do a lot of different things that don't necessarily make sense um, to get you a winning bid. You know, sometimes we're having to uh, pump up your offer so that uh, it looks really good and then having to change it later based on your financing needs. So there's a lot of different things we were doing right now. And sometimes having somebody locally to meet with uh, really works out. And, uh, you know, people that are officed in other locations, maybe sometimes they don't necessarily have all of the scoop as far as how we're operating here in Texas right now. So just something to think about because I've, I've had that occur with me lately and it's we've had to maybe move people to somebody that's local or they could meet with them and answer questions in a, a more face-to-face -face manner. So just something to think about. Hey, what's going on with headlines? Um, you know, obviously the big deal is Trump has uh, – uh, pulled America out of the Paris Accords. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of what he said he was going to do. He said, look, we're going to pull out of all these trade deals where, uh, you know, America is not getting a fair share, uh, is not getting a, a fair deal. And you know what? I'm 100% behind that if he's going to, uh, you know, get us out of deals that are bad deals for America. Um, you know, 
And it's, you know what, America's been signing bad business deals for, for quite a while. Well, my thought was, when it was agreed upon, uh, was it actually a legal treaty? Did Congress approve of it? Was it sent back to the president for permission? I don't know. Right, yeah. I mean, Obama signed it. Uh, it did not go through the Senate, um, but it, you know, Obama did sign off on it. And you're right. I mean, it really was a non-binding, you know, agreement. According to American law. Yeah, exactly. And um, so, you know, we're, we're out of it now. And you know what? I'm all for, you know, agreements, you know, uh, multilateral agreements with, with all nations where we can be on the same footing. But we've signed so many agreements for so long. You know, other countries have kind of just laughed at America, you know, like, man, these guys aren't very smart business-wise. They're just, they're just signing these deals because they want to look good politically. And, of course, we've had this element within the nation that's sort of, uh, angled media, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, you can't make them mad or otherwise they're going to attack you politically. So, uh, you know, weak need politicians are, are very frustrating, you know, for, oh, for most of America. You know, if you're in between, if you're flyover country, you're very frustrated by that, you know, but at least Trump, you know, you can say what you will about him and, you know, and he doesn't necessarily help his cause when he says a lot of crazy things all the time, but, you know, as far as business is concerned, yes, please get us out of these deals that are not good for America, you know, and get us into deals that make sense and they're on a fair, you know, a fair basis for, for America. And why should we be eating crow, you know, and all these deals and all the other countries of the planet are getting great deals? Uh, very frustrating. Uh, so I'm glad, actually, you know, and, and I'm not, I don't have anything to say on the climate change part of it because it's a very complicated issue. I don't want to get into that, you know, and we all want to make sure we're taking care of the planet, et cetera, et cetera. Leave somewhere for our future generations to live. Exactly. That's not what this is about. This is about getting out of a deal that is a bad deal. That was hurting American commerce. Absolutely. You know, bottom line, no matter the pressure that was put on the CEO of ExxonMobil and the CEOs of other companies that say, oh, yeah, we want this deal, that was behind the scenes pressure that was put on them by forces, you know, far greater and, you know, behind the scenes. That's a different, those are different stories. Oh, speaking of pressures, though, uh, a lady by the name of Kathy Isis Griffin's feeling a bunch of pressure right now. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I think just about everybody has abandoned her at this point. I, she seems, but yeah. a lot of folks still supporting her, you know. I mean, it uh, is a freedom of speech, an, an effigy of sorts, but was it too far? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I would definitely <laughs> say so. But we know we can always count on her to go too far, you know. Yeah. I, uh, historically, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what she's been in. Yeah, but I've I seen mean, her stand up since. Historically, she she always takes everything everything too far. But yeah, definitely too much, too much uh, for sure. Way too far. Yeah, no doubt about that. But uh, yeah, some good news we got out of a bad deal. That's good, you know. But again. Please don't confuse me saying, okay, that's great. We got to that deal with, you know, oh, um, you know, Mike isn't uh, uh, for saving the planet. Trust trust me, Mike is for saving the planet. Mike recycles more than anyone I know. <laughs> that's right. Trust me, I'm for saving the planet, you know, but it's a very complicated issue. And that has nothing to do with us getting into bad deals. So... Don't uh, confuse my words there. Hey, that's kind of the latest and greatest in headlines for now. Um, folks, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come on back. We've, sat, we've got such a great show for you because uh, we've got uh, author Roy Mark and Lieutenant Colonel Fowler here in the studio. Trust me, you're going to want to stay tuned. Um, we kind of go from the Vietnam era all the way uh, into Iraq um, with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Fowler's career and everywhere in between. Oh, and these guys have an amazing story. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we go into South America. Trust me, if you're a Vietnam veteran or a veteran of, 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 any, any, of any sort, you're going to want to tune in for this story. It's an amazing story. And if you're just a fan of, of great uh, stories and great books, you're going to want to listen to this because, trust me, you're going to want to go out and find this book and you're going you're gonna to want to grab it and listen to it, um, you know, either uh, hearing it or, or reading it. And um, so great story there for you. Plus, we've got a lot of good stuff uh, with our experts and business panel as well. So, folks, stay tuned for all of that. Hey, we're going to take a short break. We will see you on the other side. 
When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Folks, it's Mike the Realtor here from Inside Real Estate. And if you're not listing your property with me, bottom line is you're leaving money on the table. There are over 15,000 agents here in the DFW area, most of whom are part-time and do a few deals a year. Do you want to trust them to sell your home? I think not. Call Mike the Realtor, the radio realty expert from Inside Real Estate on 570 AM KLIF. Promise you, you will get to me direct. Go to InsideRealEstateRadio.com. Don't sell your home with just anyone. Go to InsideRealEstateRadio.com and connect with Mike the Realtor. 570 AM, 96.3 HD2. That's where you'll find us. News and information, KLIF. Now back to Inside Real Estate. Here's Mike the Realtor. All right, folks, we are back. It's Inside Real Estate with Mike Krasinga here. InsideRealEstateRadio.com is the website. InsideRealEstateRadio.com is the website. Time for our special segment. As you know, we do a lot more than real estate on this show. We do a little bit of sports, entertainment, politics, and, of course, oftentimes we have great authors come on the show and we talk about their latest books. Uh, here in studio with us, we have author Roy Mark, who is author of Fixing to Die, and also the brand-new book, Live by Chance, Love by Choice, and Kill by Profession. And I love that title. So we have Roy Mark here in the studio. How you doing, Roy? I'm doing fine, Mike. Thank you. Uh, great to have you on board. And by the way, the man behind the book as well, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, retired Lieutenant Colonel uh, Fowler, is here in studio with us as well. So LTC, how you doing over there? I'm feeling fine today, Mike. Good to see you. So Roy, I mean... Uh, Let's get into this book a little bit. Obviously, LTC is, is kind of the, the, the show behind the show here. And so how did you guys connect and then start to develop uh, putting this into, into writing? Well, our connection came about uh, after I wrote the first book, Fixing to Die Rag. I made a lot of uh, connections with uh, some of the guys in the uh, uh, Charlie Company of 229th Assault Helicopter Battalion. And uh, after I wrote that book, uh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Fowler got in, in touch with me, and uh, we started exploring the possibility of writing another book. So I, as it happened, I was uh, coming from—I live in Thailand, and I was headed to the, the, to the United States at that time to attend the Vietnam Helicopter Pilots Association in Washington, D.C. So we made arrangements to meet in uh, Houston— and we kicked around the possibility of, of uh, writing a new book and talked about his uh, experiences. And there were so many experiences. Uh, we decided that we didn't want to write a 1,000-page book, which was what it would take in order <laughs> to cover all of his experiences. So right. we narrowed it down. And uh, we were shooting for about a 250 to 300-page book. And uh, uh, we narrowed down his experiences and, and uh, got busy after I got back to Thailand. We used Skype back and forth. We must have spent 100 hours or more on Skype <laughs> and uh, put this thing together. And I'm real proud of, of uh, the finished product. And uh, his experiences are just amazing. Yeah, they are. There's no doubt about it. It's a great read. And, um, you know, you're right. I mean, just there's so much material there that, that he has had in his life. And um, let's go to, you know, and I read this in the book. And tell us about the title. And what a great title. But it's, 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 a, part of, it's a part of the story and, and really a part of a relationship uh, in the story. So live by chance, love by choice, kill by profession. Um, do you want to talk about that? Oh, sure. Um, in the book, it talks about uh, 
uh, Gary Fowler when he was a warrant officer pilot in Vietnam. This was in 1970. His uh, crew chief was a, a guy named Greg Weber. And, uh, of course, the crew chief is the guy that keeps the pilots out of trouble. I think that's uh, Gary would uh, agree <laughs> with that. And uh, they, they obviously worked together. Uh, and uh, toward the end of, of uh, what was then a warrant officer, Gary Fowler's uh, one year in Vietnam, Greg Weber gave, uh, as a going-away gift, I guess, and a... Uh, article of remembrance he gave him his uh, zippo cigarette lighter and engraved on the cigarette lighter was the uh, saying live by chance love by choice kill by profession and so gary has had that with him all of these years in fact he sent uh, sent that uh, cigarette lighter to me in thailand and i had a professional photographer uh, uh, take a photo of that and it's included in the book so that title was chosen by, by Colonel Fowler, and I, I agree with you. I think it's a, a fantastic title. Yeah, I think so, too. And the fact that it has so much meaning, you know, to the relationships, you know, within the book. Let's get into, let's kind of take us from the start of, of, of the book and kind of progress through it, uh, which is, you know, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Fowler's, you know, life, uh, military life to a degree. Kind of start from the, from the beginning a little bit and, and take us on through as far as military experience, I think his military experience started when he was in, in high school at, a, uh, well, I'm about to say Fork Union, but uh, I'm going to... It was Valley Forge Military Valley Forge, I'm sorry. Valley Forge Military College. So he, he went in as a plebe, as a private, and uh, graduated four years later as a, as a lieutenant uh, company commander. And uh, so that was the beginning of his military experience. His uh, father, who has, uh, uh, was in the Army also uh, earlier in his life, but his father wanted him to become a lawyer, and uh, Gary, as a <laughs> young man, wanted no part of that. <laughs> he wanted the adventurous life. So after one year of college, as soon as he became 18 years old, he headed straight for the Army recruiter, and uh, the Army recruiter... Uh, told him about flight school uh, and the possibility of becoming a helicopter pilot and that's when his his career really began so uh, he went to boot camp at Fort Polk in uh, Louisiana and uh, after boot camp at Fort Polk he went to uh, Fort Walters in uh, Texas learned to be a pilot and from there he went on to to uh, uh, Fort Rucker, uh, Fort Rucker in uh, Alabama, mm -hmm. and uh, from Fort Fort Rucker in Alabama, of course, directly without stopping and without passing go, he went to Vietnam. Yeah, talk about and and maybe Lieutenant Colonel, maybe jump in here for a minute. You know, the chopper pilots are what got everything done, you know, in Vietnam. I mean, you guys were, you know, putting the guys on the ground. You were bringing the ammo uh, to the ground. And then you're, you know, evacuating guys out of there. And you guys were flying, you know, 12, 16, 18-hour days nonstop, day in, day out. I mean, without you guys, you know, the guys on the ground, you know, would not get their ammo, would not get off the ground. Uh, without you guys, nothing would really happen. I mean, you guys, it was a tough job. That it was, uh, and we never knew whether we were going to be alive the next day or not, but the 1st Cavalry Division was designed as the Air Mobile Division, so basically the entire division could move by air with uh, by helicopter and uh, some fixed-wing aircraft for, for longer hauls. But uh, our primary thrust uh, was we were there on the in Cambodian invasion on 1 May 1970, and, of course, we were uh, in Cambodia for a period of 60 days before we were ordered to pull out. And uh, our pilots flew uh, four or 500 hours uh, each within that time frame, which is uh, pretty much unheard of. Yeah, that's unreal. Talk about some of the things of, you know, how do you get, how do you get through flying that much and still st – staying sane because the demands on 
you know, a helicopter pilot are so tremendous, not to mention when you're taking fire, you're having to fly low to the ground. Oftentimes you have terrain that you've got to worry about. And then flying with the lack of sleep, how are you doing this day in and day out? I mean, how did you guys get by and, and fly at such a, a, such a, a rate that is at the top level? Well, w- when you fly that much, you can fly a helicopter about as good as Michael Jordan can play basketball. And, uh, of course, it, it takes a, a lot of physical skill uh, plus the other uh, uh, aviation skills of flying on instruments and so forth. Uh, Roy's first book, Fixing to Die Rag, Roy lost his, his cousin uh, in Vietnam. And, and of course, I, I knew Mark Holtham. But we lost between March and September of 19. 19- 70 we lost 22 people out of just our unit our one company so we took a lot of losses a lot of dead and at the same time people were were uh, pcsing so the young aviators that came in like dan and fell and myself we had to rapidly adjust and become aircraft commanders and continue continue the fight day after day and you just have to be disciplined enough and, of course, if, if we were in Tainan, that was very close to the Cambodian border. And if we weren't being shot at or shot down or whatever during the day, uh, we were getting mortared and rocketed at night. It was very intense. The Ho Chi Minh Trail at that time was no longer a little mud trail. It was a two-lane paved highway. And they actually had signs up, motor pool here, hospital there. And uh, we got into a huge fight when we went into uh, Shakey's Hill in Cambodia, which was a, a huge supply depot where they were preparing at that time to uh, invade the south. And, of course, they were only 70 or 80 miles from Saigon at that time. But we disrupted uh, uh, their uh, task at that time. And then later, of course, when the war ended, they came right down Highway 1 with tanks. And in one chapter, I cover the uh, period where we ran into T-34 tanks uh, during a a late light set-in. So things were constantly changing. We were taking a lot of fire. A lot of people were injured, uh, killed, and uh, it was very intense. Absolutely. Let's, Let's fast forward in the book a little bit. Let's uh, let's go to uh, South America a little bit. There's an operation in here where you guys have to start learning to, uh, you know, get debt qualified on a Navy ship. And then you're going to go into South America and basically an operation to steal uh, one of the latest and greatest at this time, uh, new Russian uh, airships, gunships. Talk about that one a little bit. Yeah, uh, at that time, of course, the Cold War was hot and uh, very intense. And what the American people didn't understand, that there was a lot of of fighting in Central and South America. And at Managua Airport, uh, there were 12 Hind helicopters. And we were tasked to go in and snatch one uh, to bring it back to be dissected and and the hind at that time in the the mid 80s was a a new Russian helicopter that could carry troops and act as a gunship. You could actually uh, go in and hold ground with that helicopter and they had 12 at the Managua airport. Uh, We launched off the uh, USS Deo with two Hueys and two highly trained warrant officers uh, penetrated the radar uh, flying in from the 12-mile limit and landed at Managua Airport, secured a perimeter, and actually the warrant officer stole the one helicopter, and we filed, f- flew out with uh, the two Hueys uh, back into Honduras and, and secured the aircraft for the, for the United States government. And this was a gunship, the Russian gunship. This was used in Afghanistan, was it not? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was heavily used in Afghanistan and used to kill a lot of Afghani people, heavily armed. Right. Absolutely. And then, so fast forwarding a little bit more through the book, you think maybe you're you're going to be retired, and then uh, then that that doesn't happen. They they ask you to come back. Nine eleven occurs, and um, take us from there. Yeah, I actually had. Uh, retired right at uh, the end of uh, 2000 
and uh, I was uh, 2001, and, and I was teaching school at a juvenile boot camp, teaching math and science. Of course, it had to be a boot camp. And 9-11 uh, hit, and on the morning of 9-11, I was dating my second wife. My first wife, it's covered in the book, uh, uh, is deceased. And later, uh, Melissa died of pancreatic cancer. But on the morning on 9-11 before the attack, we were in my restaurant in uh, Farmville, Virginia, near Hampton Sydney College, and we decided to get married. And of course, later that morning, the 9-11 attack occurred, and two days later, the phone rang, and I was invited to come back on active duty and report to the Pentagon, which, of course, I did. And... Uh, so I spent another three years on active duty, and that's during the period uh, in April, March uh, of 2003. Uh, we were selected before they attacked Baghdad uh, as a last-minute idea for the counterattack corps, which was 15,000, 16,000 troops with armor and artillery and so forth, uh, to seize the two bridges going into Baghdad from the west side. And uh, that we did. We seized uh, the bridges crossing the Tigris and Euphrates River almost si simultaneously, which allowed the counterattack corps to flow right into Baghdad. Right. And so you commanded, you know, 40 Blackhawks on that operation to seize those two bridges, which were vital to the operation. Yeah. Yes. You always want to take in a bridge. Uh, uh, is very key, and these were large bridges. They were huge. They were, it was like crossing the St. Louis River. They, they weren't quite that that big, but by securing the bridges, it didn't stall the attack. Because when you have that many troops moving, you want to be able to flow right in, right. and that allowed the commander to do that, saving a lot of lives and time. Yeah, absolutely. What a what a great story! I mean, from from stem to stern, an amazing story, Roy. I think you did such an amazing job putting it all to paper, and you even put in a couple stories from from when they were kids. Talk about that, Roy, on how you kind of decided to put that in there. Uh, well, talking with Gary and getting his background, I realized uh, pretty early on that this is an amazing guy. That uh, uh, his experiences, uh, the man was being made from uh, from the child. And his experiences uh, as a child was what made the man. Uh, one of the uh, uh, experiences that that, uh, that he was telling me about that I thought should be included was uh, when he was, I think, about six or seven years old, his older brother uh, and he decided that they would, would uh, fly like their father. Their father had been a, a pilot, uh, pre-World War II and during World War II, and at that time he was flying for Curtis Wright as a test pilot. So young Gary Fowler, as a seven-year-old, decided that he would he and his brother would build some wings to attach to his arms, and they, they would fly off of a chicken coop. <laughs> and uh, uh, obviously he was not successful, but it took two tries before he decided that he would wait a few more years before he actually would uh, fly into uh, the sky like his father. <laughs> Another story that, that I included. Parker's Tomb? Parker's Tomb. Now that was... Uh, That's a good story right yeah. there. That reminds me of some exploits from when I was a kid, some of the things that we used to do. There, there is a tomb called Parker's Tomb near where they were living, and he and his brother decided that... Uh, based on the stories, the legend of uh, of uh, Captain A, Captain Blackbeard, not the famous uh, uh, Mr. Teach that that was uh, the famous Blackbeard, but another Blackbeard had uh, recovered some gold from a sunken Spanish galleon, and uh, in an effort to transport that gold up to Canada during the uh, War of 1812, he. Uh, uh, became stranded and, and the legend was that the gold was was buried nearby and uh, uh, Noah Parker its legend the legend goes had uh, recovered that gold and taken it to his grave which was within the tomb called Parker's tomb so the the two brothers along with two of their friends decided they would break into Parker's tomb and recover 
uh, actually I said gold, it was silver bars that they were trying to recover. Mm-hmm. So they broke into this tomb and uh, located in the dark the uh, uh, crypt that contained Mr. Parker and uh, opened up the, uh, the casket, which was an old wooden uh, casket like we see in the old cowboy movies. And as they were trying to pull this casket off of a big uh, stone table, the uh, end of it came off, and uh, they had to reach into this, this uh, casket through the bony feet of Mr. Parker, and they did actually reach in there and recover a, a, a brick of, uh, of silver. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I love the way you, you included some stories from when they were kids because you're right. It sets up, you know, that that adventurous, that spirit. You could tell, you know, where they were going in life. And then the amazing story, obviously, the content was already there with Lieutenant Colonel and um, the way you took it put it in paper it's a great great read um this is uh, available anywhere you know you find fine books and of course you can go to amazon as well um i would highly recommend folks uh grab the first book fixing to die rag and then of course the latest book live by chance love by choice kill by profession uh by roy mark uh any any parting w- uh, words roy well uh my my thoughts on on uh, the experience is that uh I was in the Marine Corps, and I went to Vietnam just for a few days uh, on, a, on a Navy ship. And uh, I had been indoctrinated by the Marine Corps to think that the uh, Army soldiers were not up to par with uh, Marines. <laughs> Working with, with Gary Fowler and all of the guys that I've, I've interviewed with for these two books, and listening to their stories and uh, seeing what they went through and how they handled it, these Army guys that flew uh, helicopter pilots, they are top-notch. There's, uh, there's none better, or there were none better back then, and I'm sure today is the same, same thing. So I've been thoroughly impressed with, uh, with uh, all of these Army guys that I've been dealing with and talking with and, and reading and uh, writing about their experiences. They are top-notch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my father, by the way, is is a uh, Vietnam veteran as well, and he's a Marine, and he <laughs> had some of those same thoughts as well. But then, you know, later on, he's like, he's like, you know, we all went through hell, and uh, although he didn't like to talk about it much, hardly at all, you know, except for the fact that, you know, he felt like, you know, they all went through hell, you know, and um, to to a degree, you know, not treated that well on on the return home uh one of the stories my dad mentioned to me even by the officers he said he uh he didn't put in for for leave until quite a while into it and he went to sydney on leave and you know he had lost all of his you know uh you know his good uh greens if you will and so he's going with a rucksack uh, and the officers are abso- absolutely, and he's dirty as all get out. And he said, the officers were just giving me absolute crap. And he said, this one officer came up to me, and he was just giving it to me. And he said, a- another officer came over that outranked him. He said, can't you tell he just got out of the bush? Leave this kid alone. And uh, so folks at home, I think, not treating you know the vietnam veterans that well hearing from my dad and also some of the officers as well that weren't in the front lines but uh uh, we certainly appreciate everything that uh, you guys did serving you know in the military and uh folks it's a great book um catch this book anywhere fine books are sold of course it's on amazon uh roy mark is the author and the website is www.roymark.org roymark.org there you go folks live by chance love by choice kill by profession uh, the story of lieutenant colonel gary fowler by roy mark folks we're going to take a short break then we're going to come on back we'll see you on the other side if you're going to understand the form of our government you have to understand something that's in the declaration of independence as a precursor we're trying to explain the united states of america there are questions here, huge questions. We have a lot of thinking to do. As a Hillsdale student, professors like Dr. Arn inspire me to learn about human nature and government. Join us for a new free Constitution course that mirrors the classroom experience. Enroll at freeconstitutioncourse.com. Freeconstitutioncourse.com. 
Living in the DFW area, expansive clay soil and extreme weather conditions play havoc on Homes Foundation. But thankfully, you can turn to Permapure Foundation Repair of Texas, who has successfully repaired over 20,000 properties and counting in the DFW area. With the most trusted tried-and-true foundation repair methods, trust the professional staff of Permapure Foundation Repair to take care of your property, and most repairs are backed by a lifetime transferable warranty. Mention Inside Real Estate Radio when calling Permapure at 214-637-1444 or when booking online at permapure.com for your Inside Real Estate Radio discount. KLIF News and Information, still at 570 AM, and also at 96.3 HD2. Hey folks, we are back. Inside Real Estate, Mike Krasinga here. Website, InsideRealEstateRadio.com, InsideRealEstateRadio.com. We're here with our good friend Philip Sears over at Permapure Foundation Repair of Texas. How we doing? I'm great, Mike. How's it going? Good, really good. Good to see you this morning. You too. And uh, by the way, their website, of course, is Permapure.com, Permapure.com. So what is going on in the world today? Uh, we've got lots of rain in the uh, DFW area and... With rain comes uh, soil expansion as it relates to your foundation. For sure. uh, The soils are always moving around here. Uh, The reason why is because they're really high in clay. It's what's known as an expansive soil, which means it responds to moisture by expanding and contracting. Yeah, unfortunately for oh, yeah. for homeowners, but at the same time, good thing we've got you guys because you guys can keep us in line, keep our, our properties taken care of. And, and you're right, when we get water, you know, water management is, is such a huge issue with homeowners. And, and, and homeowners, it it's kind of flabbergasting, you know, when I go out with buyers because they just don't think about these things. Like, for example, the simplest thing of uh, gutters, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, yeah, very uh, important. Such an important thing, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the drainage of your home, basically how rainwater leaves the area surrounding your house is very important to the health of your foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can kind of think about it this way, that uh, slab foundation, it's just sitting on top of the soil. So it's kind of like a raft going over a wave, and that's the way you want it to behave. Uh, The home itself, it's going to move throughout the year because there's going to be seasonal changes in how much moisture is in the soil, and basically the soil is going to respond accordingly. Um, a certain amount of movement is okay. It's just whenever you get into extraordinary movement or uneven movement in the house, that's when you can start to see foundation cracks show up in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the kind of classic signs of a foundation issue, uh, if you're looking at a brick wall outside your house, um, people always notice the uh, the stair step mortar cracks in a, in a brick wall. That's an indicator that there's been heaving at some point, which just means that the, the soil's expanded and the, the foundation or the, the structure of the house is warped as a result. Um, so that's an indicator that there's a foundation movement. Potentially, right. it could be a, a bad enough problem that you might have to get it fixed. Uh, if you're looking at the inside of your house, uh, cracks in your drywall and your sheetrock, uh, they tend to show up over spans in a wall. So basically, any part of the wall where there's less support. So it's usually going to be doorways, windows. Uh, people notice uh, foundation cracks showing up a lot in their garage. Yeah. And that's because, you know, for a, two, a two-car garage, it's about an 18-foot span where it's unsupported. Right. So you see a lot of uh, stress fractures that, that show up as a result. Uh, but if you, if, if you ever notice your doors, your windows, they stick, they don't work properly, or they won't stay shut, um, that is a bad sign. That, yeah. means, that means there's been some serious movement. So those are all just uh, little quick tips to look out for as far as your foundation. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, if you've got any of these things, if you've got these stair-step cracks in the brick outside, you know, and especially if you're noticing some of these things in conjunction with other signs, you know. So if you're seeing quite a few of these signs that we're talking about, mm-hmm. that's, you know, you definitely want to be calling, you know, Permapeer about that and try to figure out what's going on with your foundation because you're definitely having some shifting. And, you know, things can get out of control where you may have to spend even more. So the earlier you, you catch something, you know, it, the better for sure. So, uh, and it's very common, you know, to see, like we, we talked about, the uh, cracks in the garage. I have them in my mm-hmm. garage as well. I mean, we're all going to have those some movement. You know, the question is, uh, if you have multiple signs, right now do we need to address it? Yeah, I mean, you know? because most of the time it's not threatening the structural integrity of your house. Right. That's just more of a cosmetic issue. But it can definitely get to that point where it does become a safety issue. And, uh, you know, the the ability of your house 
to hold itself up is, is threatened. Right. So it, if you do see multiple signs, I would definitely suggest giving us a call. We uh, Again, we do free inspections. So we'll come out, give you an expert opinion about what's going on with that foundation, where specifically the problem areas are, how bad it is, and what it's going to cost to get it fixed if, it, if it's bad enough. Uh, but, you know, we get called out to a lot of homes as well where it is just normal settlement. And, you know, in those cases, we'll just give a no problem report. We're happy to do that as well because we want to be an advocate for homeowners and just kind of help to better educate people about your foundation and, and how it's going to move throughout the year. Right. Yeah, and there's a lot of companies out there that'll just, you know, they'll put peers in anything and they'll sell you a job because that's what they do. But you guys, you know, really are, you know, above and beyond, honest as can be. And, you know, if there's, you recommend just a watering plan, mm-hmm. maybe for that house might be recommended or, or sure. no no work at all. I mean, you guys are going to tell them that, you know, because you want to be there if, you, if they need you, you know, at the right time. But if you do need foundation repair, trust me, you're going to want to work with the folks at Permapure Foundation Repair. And by the way, sometimes, you know, if you're noticing some of these issues, it can also be because of a, maybe a main plumbing leak. Mm-hmm. And you guys actually have, you deal with that. You actually have your own yes. plumbing uh, company within the organization as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, so plumbing issues um, and foundation issues are very intimately inter- interrelated simply yeah. simply because for the, the slab foundation, which is by far the most common type of foundation in DFW, uh, basically the plumbing sits in the foundation of the home. So as that foundation moves... Potentially, you could have pipes that get busted, especially at joints. Mm-hmm. Um, one issue that we see a lot of, especially for uh, homes of a certain age, homes built between about the 60s to 80s, are cast iron sewer sewer systems. Yeah. So basically, you know, the wastewater system for your house, uh, if it's if you do have that cast iron system, it's kind of a ticking time bomb. Um, just because of the materials they use during that time, it'll it'll slowly degrade over time. And basically, there's a lifespan of about 33 years, and after that point, it's going to fail. Right. And then it's going to be very expensive to have that repaired. So if you if your home is of that age and in certain zip codes, you're more likely to see that. Yeah, you definitely want to definitely want to look into that. Well, folks, uh, definitely think about Permapure Foundation Repair for all of your repair needs. If you're seeing any stress cracks, you know the doors are not closing or opening correctly, the windows, the same thing. Uh, any of those just general indicators, and you want to. You know, get uh, get an expert opinion. Have the folks at Permapier come out. And like you said earlier, with all the rain that's that's coming through, uh, a lot of times, you know, when we have these extremes, either a lot of rain or none at all, and have a drought really it sort of incubates you know the mm-hmm. issues that you already have and finally brings these uh these issues to the surface and generally that's when you probably get an uptick in, in calls for sure yeah absolutely so don't forget your rain management out there folks with your gutters and getting that water away from the mm-hmm. foundation no doubt and uh you know give your folks over at permapier a call if you need them permapier.com is their website permapier.com philip thank you so much thank you mike all right we'll see you next time folks we're gonna take a short break we will see you on the other side far from the shores of home two african-american u.s army privates fight for their lives on the battlefronts of world war ii the first black war correspondents fight to cover the perspective of the black soldier the novel of private war weaves all this and more into an epic world war ii era story of friendship conflict religion and redemption get a copy of private war a novel by perry cockrell today now available on amazon.com and tune in regularly to inside real estate sundays 8 to 9 a.m to hear perry cockrell attorney at law as he provides expert analysis of the latest and greatest in legal news If you have a timeshare, this time of year, you're probably thinking about those maintenance fees coming due. Hi, I'm Karen Holloway, owner of Lone Star Transfer, located right here in the DFW area. Before you pay your maintenance fees, call us for a free consultation, 972-722-3166. We'll get you out of your timeshare and put a stop to those maintenance fees, guaranteed. 972-722-3166 or LoneStarTransfer.com. The Richard Tonica Insurance Agency in Arlington has nearly unlimited resources when it comes to getting you the best insurance rates and policies for home, auto, and more. As part of the Goosehead Insurance brand, you, the consumer, have the power of choice through the Richard Tonica Insurance Agency network. Richard can quote over 20 A-rated companies to find the best fit for you, the best policy at the best price. Call Richard today at 817-286-2000 it's the 
the Richard Tonica Goosehead Insurance Agency, 817-286-2002. You know, I'm tired of watching the dysfunction at all levels of government. Grant Stinchfield here. I'm committed to exposing the idiocracy that's killing this nation. You want solutions to our problems, not just empty rhetoric? Then tune into my show, The Stinchfield Report, every weekday, 5 to 8 p.m., only on 570 KLIF. Two great signals. One great way to keep up with what's happening in your world. KLIF News and Information, 570 AM and 96.3 HD2. Now back to Inside Real Estate. Here's Mike the Realtor. Hey, folks, thanks for coming back. Mike Rosinga, Inside Real Estate, website InsideRealEstateRadio.com. We've got another segment. We're talking with owner of Hydrojet Walk-In Tubs. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, veteran talk for you. So all you veterans out there, you know, veterans of foreign wars and, uh, you know, all you vets out there active or retired, hey, we are talking to you. You know, chances are, you know, you had some experiences while in the military or if you still are in the military and um, that, that maybe caused you some injuries. And, uh, you know, we love our veterans here and uh, we want to take care of our veterans. And a product that you maybe have never thought about is a hydrojet walk-in tub, which has uh, great benefits of hydrotherapy. And uh, in particular, if you have, you know, some mobility issues or, or any injury that you sustained while in the military, uh, this is probably going to be a product that really can help you. A good friend of mine, uh, an Iraq veteran, uh, you know, younger guy, but he's still got shrapnel uh, in several parts of his body. In particular, his lower back often kills him, but they took out as much as they can. There's some pieces in there that they have to leave where they are, and they he had to go through a lot of surgeries. And, um, so even today he's, he, he can't be as active as he wants to be, but he, he, he tries to be as active as he can. Um, but he's, he's got some lower back issues and then he's got some issues with one of his legs. And even for him, even though he's, you know, uh, a pretty young guy, Iraq veteran, um, this would be a great product for him. And, um, so veterans, you know, listen to Randy here, cause we're going to talk about this product and how a great benefit this could be for you, uh, to help you out. Yeah. And I want to say Mike too, that, uh, you don't necessarily have to be like your friend that has all these injuries with shrapnel and stuff like that. If you are a veteran, I believe I can help you. And by help you, I mean help you get one of one of these tubs. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be disabled. I don't even think you have to have mobility issues. Okay, there is a grant for veterans, and ironically enough, veterans that have served this country and helped to keep us free from, you know, all kinds of outside forces over the years. You know, even though they've served for us, they happen to be one of the most underserved markets that there is right and in my industry walk-in tubs the reason for that is really pretty simple to get them this grant that i'm talking about takes about six months well nobody wants to go through the government bureaucracy of all that paperwork you also have to get three bids well you you know a commission salesperson doesn't want two other people coming out they might be better than him and talk them into buying their tub that sort of thing exactly and then you don't make any commission today mm-hmm. and my solution to that is i need your business whether it's today next week next month or six months from now i want your business my number one objective is to help you so i don't have any problem handling that six-month process doing all that paperwork and i have paperwork from competitors that i can write bids on you know, blank paperwork from competitors. So you really don't have to do anything. I'll take the chaos out of it for you and handle it from from A to Z. So if you're a veteran, I can get we can get you what's called a HISA grant. H I S A. That stands for Home Improvement Structural Alteration. It's a sixty eight hundred dollar grant. It's not a loan. You don't pay it back. It's $6,800. That's thank you for your service, okay? Mm -hmm. That's one of the few things the VA will do for you. But 
it takes someone that knows how to manipulate the paperwork or manipulate maybe not is not a good word but how to get around all the loopholes right. how to and process do it all. yeah how to process all the all the paperwork to get through the government procedures to get this hissy grant it, it's very time consuming it's why all of your competitors you know if you if you were someone who were interested in this type of thing and you knew about it because you heard about it on our radio show and you went to a competitor they would either say they don't do it or you wouldn't qualify or they'd make something up because they don't want to deal with it because like you say it takes about six months but they're not they don't care about your best interest they care about getting a sale from you right now and if they can't get a sale from you right now well then they don't want to talk to you what they'll tell you what they'll tell you mike is this it happens every single day you're a veteran you've got this paperwork you think you qualify for this grant and you present it to someone who comes out to show you a tub and they will tell you oh yeah we'll help you get that let's go ahead and get you your tub get it installed so you can be enjoying the benefits of the tub now and it takes five or six months to get it done and then when you get your grant money you can just apply it to the purchase of the tub that sounds great it just happens to not be true mm -hmm. you have got to get the grant approved and funded before you install the tub or the va will not give you the money so don't listen to those people that tell you just put it in that that won't work they're doing that because they want to get paid a commission today yeah they want i'm to telling you sale. the right thing to do yeah absolutely yeah i mean you're going to go through the process you you know the competition inside and out you know what their bidding prices are you you know what they charge for all of their products you have those bids already in-house so going through this whole process yes it's going to take a little bit of time but but that is not randy's process it's the government process he's willing to negotiate that process for you to get you this $6,800 HISA grant to take care of you because, hey, guess what? You served this country. If you're active, maybe you're still serving this country. And Randy appreciates that. I appreciate that. And Randy's going to do the right thing. He's going to get you taken care of. And, and like you said, you know, it's not just for those veterans who have a disability or have injuries. Uh, you know, it's for all veterans, you know. So if you're fairly unscathed a veteran or you didn't see active duty, you know, hey, that is okay too. You still served your country. You still qualify for this grant. And it's a great product, the Hydrojet Walk-In Tub. And it's, you know, it, it, it applies to all ages. You know, obviously it's a product you need more, you know, as you, as you advance in age. Because we've gone through st the statistics before, 87% over 65 will have a fall of those 87 percent 25 percent will die if you can believe that so this is a great product that you want to have uh, as you're uh, advancing in age or particularly if you have a mobility issue but all veterans we've got you taken care of uh, all you all you got to do is just give randy a call go to his website first hydrojetwalkintubs.com review all of his information review the video on how his product is made right here in america uh unlike other companies that claim so his is 100 percent assembled parts of america made in america assembled america the full deal and then once you review all that information give randy a call he's going to take care of you Hey, folks, we've had another great segment with Randy Addington over at Hydrojet Walk-In Tubs. We're going to take a short break, then we're going to come on back. See you in a few.